You're listening to a Southern Star Media Production. Hello and welcome to the Southern Stars in the News podcast. My name is Dylan Mangan and today we'll hear a special report from star reporter Jackie Kyo, who travelled to Castletown Bear to speak with fishermen who are fearing the worst ahead of the deadline of the government's controversial decommissioning scheme. The scheme has been criticised by the fishing industry because not enough money was put into it, resulting in a low uptake. Here's Jackie's report. Dinish Island in Castletown Bear is the base of operations for the fishing industry. It is here that an estimated 15 boats are due to be decommissioned. EU membership, Brexit and now decommissioning have all taken their toll. The demise of the industry has been likened to death by a thousand cuts. For a country with 29% of the EU fishing waters, it still doesn't have a viable industry. John Nolan, the manager of the Castletown Bear Fishermen's Cooperative, explains the trajectory of the industry over the last 50 years. When we joined the European Union in 1973, we were absolutely, as a fishing industry, destroyed. We got no quotas, and here we are now, 50 years later, even though the European Union was good for Ireland, we are now with Brexit being absolutely destroyed. Like our quotas have been wiped to nothing. And we are facing Armageddon, where from 220 boats in the Irish fleet, we are taking 70 out. 15 of those are coming from Castleton Bear. And it's going to affect rural Ireland. It is a disgrace. And our government have failed to represent us correctly. We are an island. Hi, my name is Mike Sugar. I've been fishing for 25, 30 years. And I gave it up because there's no future in fishing. I can't make money, just too much cold, this is too much going on. So I packed it up the boat. 15 years ago. The impact of Brexit and decommissioning is far reaching. Jason Sheehan explains how it will affect his business on Dinish Island. The family business here is going with over 20 years, and uh, this is the toughest, uh, toughest time that we've faced. Uh, Among the boats that are going to take this decommissioning, is going to have a massive knock-on effect on the not just Castleton but all the rural coastal communities uh, around Ireland. Uh, it was just too much quota lost uh, for what we had to begin with, um, and it's just not it's just not going to be sustainable really uh, for for other businesses um, and you know for the likes of Castleton Bear and that there isn't enough in the tourism industry or or, or agriculture to take up the slack of what we we're going to lose. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to have a massive knock-on effect locally. It's going to, it's going to have a serious effect on, on my business here. Um, How will it affect your business? Look, I suppose if you want to put it into figures, you're going to be talking definitely 40% um, at a minimum. Um, plus, you're going to have fellas that uh, won't be spending the money that they had previously. Um, cost of everything, as we know, is going, you know, it's much more expensive to keep boats on the water now with insurance and fuel and, and everything else so um, you know that all has a knock-on effect and it's it's not been I don't think it's been properly taken into account by you know um, or, or state bodies or whatever that, that need to, to keep us on the water to keep this to keep these rural communities going. And at the outset you had said to me it's a bitter pill to swallow is there anything that can be done? I don't think the will is there unfortunately uh, which is a bit disappointing you know you know when you you know, we're looking out the door here and we're seeing Japanese boats 
fishing bluefin tuna and and we have zero quota and you've you know our quota has been cut year on year even before brexit and and you're looking at at more more foreign boats every year every week every month uh, coming into our waters and uh, you know from 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 a conservation point of view it doesn't it doesn't make sense uh, when we have maybe five or ten percent of the effort on our waters uh, that we're crucified and you know from what we see it's more or less a free fraud for everyone else um, so it, it's it's disappointing to say the least it's very very disappointing yeah, and, and at the risk of, of making a, a personal remark you're a, a young man a young businessman yeah. um will you is this a business that you you envision that you will be there for generations to no, come no no definitely no i'm it lend with me that's guaranteed The fishing industry has never been as successful as the farming community in getting its message across. Here, John Nolan explains how far-reaching Brexit and decommissioning really is. When I say we had a drop of quota, government figures said 15%. But when you drill into it, there were pluses and minuses in Brexit. France got 4,000 tonne in the North Sea extra fish. We didn't get a kilo. And when you put the pluses and minuses together, the real cost of loss of fishing opportunities in the European Union, Ireland is paying 40.5% of that. We negotiated 12,000 euros a GT. A GT is the amount of water that's displaced when you put the boat into the water. It's gross registered tonnage. And so if I had a boat of 200 tonne by 12,000, that's what I thought everybody was getting. But now we're getting the offers from the department, from BIM, they're being cut to 50%. So even killing us with us having to take decommissioning, they're now killing us financially. And some boats are going to be left with bills still outstanding after taking the boat away, money that's owed to the banks. And I actually think that's a disgrace. On a blustery pier, Alan Carlton explains how it is affecting him. Hello, my name's Alan Carlton. I sent my father's boat behind us to Syracuse. Uh, we have it since 2014. We initially were taking uh, decommissioning, uh, but our offer uh, was quite bad. It was actually half of what the boat was valued at. And we're now thinking of renegotiating the bank to extend our loan to go back fishing. How do you feel about that? Um, well, kind of. Was small depressed in one sense because we've lost so much quota through Brexit. Uh, and Ireland lost the biggest share. We've the less boats that go to the industry, that means there's less fish for everyone else to go around after us. The whole point on decommissioning is that whatever boats would leave the industry, that there'd be enough fish for the other boats to be viable afterwards. So basically what you're telling me is that the decommissioning package isn't worth much. It's not worth much to, to us at the moment anyway. Not worth much to the industry either? Yeah, no, well, it's, decommissioning is bad for the industry and especially for rural Ireland because it affects small towns like Castledonbury or small villages around the coast because you have a spin off on the local uh, economy between restaurants, bars, the engineering firms, the painters, the ship chandlers, you know, and the fish factories. Like, it's all work and the less fish is there and the less boat is there, the less maintenance for the people to work at afterwards. Fishing and fish factory jobs will not be the only casualty. Chris Downey of Supervalue believes 
families and businesses throughout the peninsula will be affected. In 2017, we invested 2.1 million euro in our shop here in Castletown Bear. Um, we did that on the back of the community and the fishing industry. Um, we have loans out with the bank. Um, I don't see us being affected immediately, but my three children, I have three girls, next generation of this business, I don't see the future for them here on the Vera Peninsula if the fishing industry is to continue its demise. My father is a fisherman and he owns uh, Sea Spray, a um, 40 metre fishing vessel. My grandmother was very involved in BIM, my grandfather was a fisherman and all their families before them. Um, it, fishing isn't really a job. Fishing, I, when I talk to my dad, fishing is a disease. Um, he fishes from September to April and the minute he comes home he will put his small boat in the water and he'll go patting. Um, just loves fishing, it's a way of life. I don't think the people in government understand that and I also don't think the pe people in government don't understand the sacrifices that people make. Um, dads and mothers are not with their children at birthdays, at parties, um, special occasions. You, I remember when I was young being sat on the pier in the car uh, waiting for my dad to come home from fishing and it's them, I think everyone on the Barrier Peninsula can, would recognise that story. And you know, sometimes unfortunately, um, dads didn't come home. So like, the sacrifice is huge. They go out in bad weather, they miss family occasions. And someone with a swipe of a pen is knocking quota, is asking them to decommission their boats. I think, I think they should come down here and have a go, and, and then they wouldn't be long changing their minds. We're giving away a, a valuable resource. Just recently, the Irish actor Colin Farrell described Castletown Bear as his favourite Irish town. Fishing is in its DNA, but for how long? Take a walk downtown and you'll see a fishing community. 95% in a government study depending on the fishing for its economic survival. We'll see shops close, we'll see pubs close, we'll see restaurants. And they does anybody care? I care. You know, it's easy to live in a city and everything is okay. Irish people really need to be angry. Like our fishing industry is sustainable and yet we have to look at big German boats, big French boats, big Spanish boats, Dutch boats continue to fish and we boats tied up or broken up and decommissioned. It's, it's sad like for our industry and there is no replacement. I can tell you in the schools we're losing our young people because there's no hope there anymore. And in our schools, we have seven national schools in the Vera Peninsula. 14 pupils is what joined our schools this year. Like we could actually lose our sense of community. Lots of families will move out the country. They might go to Australia Young people are already going there, and we really need to start batting more for Ireland and making communities like Castleton Bear and many other fishing communities in rural Ireland survive. And that will only work if we fight for Ireland and fight for our fishing industry. Nearby on the quayside in Castleton Bear, Patrick Murphy of the Irish South and West Fish Producers Organisation explains the changing trends. Myself and my father fished out of Baltimore Harbour. 
at the time there was 30 boats fishing there. That's down to two or three now. And we've lost all those boats in that industry from, from Baltimore. The same could be said for Skull. There was 200 people working out of a fish factory in Skull. That's gone. What could happen here is a repeat of what happened in those two ports in my lifetime. And I think that's a sad indictment for our country, for the richest resources, fishing resources in Europe, 29% of the waters. And we don't have a viable industry here, not because we don't have the fish, but because of a political decision that gave 25% of our fish from our fishing industry to, to the UK in a Brexit deal to allow no tariffs or no taxes on the foodstuffs and the cars and the wines and the cheeses of Europe. And we're suffering as a result. Behind me here are two boats that are destined for the scrapyard. They are going to be cut up into small pieces, scrap metal. Before today, there was two other boats waiting to go. They've already gone to the scrapyard, they've been cut. These boats are worth hundreds of thousands of euros if you sold them as they were. But the decommissioning scheme doesn't allow them to be valued like that. They're getting 10,000. We have boats in this scheme that are worth up to a million and beyond and they're only going to get 10 or 15,000 scrappage value for tonnage. This is not correct what's going on here. It's just not correct. As the decommissioning deadline looms, we give the final word to John Nolan, who sadly believes the scrappage scheme equates with a loss of hope. As a result of Brexit, we were offered a decommissioning package, which left us with no choice only to accept. Now, what decommissioning means is you're taking a person out of his livelihood forever. You're asking him to cut his boat up into pieces that like, is a huge mental like, problem for people that have worked on a boat for 25, 30 years and they have to break this boat up. It's a loss of jobs, but what's a bigger loss of, it's a loss of our soul. It actually eats away at, at our heart and it takes away our, our actually, you know, our hope. And here we are now, like getting decommissioning and being given pennies. But it's more than pennies that are at stake. Decommissioning started out at being 60 million and was increased to 75 million, but the co-op turnover per annum alone is 60 million. Clearly in the days, weeks and months to come, the local co-op will be counting the cost. So that is the latest on West Cork's fishing industry. For stories like this and more, please be sure to pick up a copy of the Southern Star which is in shops every Thursday and online via our e-paper. Just head to subscribe.southernstar.ie to sign up for our digital edition, which is an exact replica of the paper. That's subscribe.southernstar.ie where you can get the Southern Star on your laptop, tablet or phone for less than €2 Euro per week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, as there will be more to come from all of us at the Southern Star throughout 2023 as West Cork's trusted source of news, views and sport. Thanks for listening and thanks again to Jackie Keogh for her reporting. Thanks for listening to another Southern Star Media podcast production. Stay connected to West Cork by subscribing to our e-paper and support local, quality and trusted journalism. Visit www.subscribe.southernstar.ie